Everybody, welcome to episode 201, or what I'm gonna call episode 200, part two of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by my mainest man, Travis Miller. Willie Sailor. Willie is uh, feeling like he wants to give me a hard time today. <laughs> but I said uh, I said on the Facebook Live that Nomad only posted to his personal Facebook account. Just straight to Nomad Scout. Uh, thanks, thanks for the boost there. You have it, and by the way. <laughs> of note, if in case you're like, oh, I like Daniel Lobdell, the wrestling nomad, I'll add him on Facebook. Don't search his name. Don't search. Because it's his granddad's name, and it's a <laughs> fake name. So I don't even think... Why? Do you have one Facebook friend, Dan Lobdell? No, he shook his Why head. Why do you he even have, have an account he only made, under no, any no, no. name other than Lo- Nomad? Because he, he only made the account so he could do social media for Flo Wrestling and, and like make an occasional Facebook post. Ah, so ah. Only, he didn't make it until we're like, you have to have Facebook. Because we post things on Facebook and it makes people come to our By site. The way. Um, and there goes Kyle is pl- listening. Kyle, you can actually listen to the show live here instead of playing it on your computer. Yeah, I was testing for Kai. Okay, thanks. Travis. Thanks, Travis. Everyone's calling me Travis. It's because. Are you going to explain the inside jokes? Yeah, Christian is Christian Sicky. See see the heavenlies? The heavenly uh, tissues. Tissues back here. Christian Sicky. Heavenly soft. And we were like, "You're Not a little, you're a little loopy today, Christian." And he's like, "I'm, I'm, I get weird when I'm on Mucinex." And Kyle's like, uh, "That's a decongestant." And Christian was like, "Well, it's full strength, maximum strength, it's maximum strength, it's maximum strength Mucinex." I can't help that I feel a little strange. Okay, one, I didn't sleep that great. B, Natalie woke me up. Plus, you didn't sleep good. And three, I didn't even, I didn't even sleep good. <laughs> so, yeah, so anyway. There's a lot of problems going on. We, but I'm okay. Jordan flu game, like I said, this will go down in the history books. And the reason this is episode 200 part two. So I didn't really like episode two. I didn't feel like it was I feel like there's a lot of potential in this show um, that maybe we, we didn't tap into in episode So 200. the point being, we said, do you remember, we said something about Travis Miller, a co-worker of ours. And Christian's like, Christian forgets names constantly. Like I, he no, he no, 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 no. he works with people for like I two years. I do, and then we're, they, we we reference that person, and Christian's like, "Who's that again?" I'm like, well, you talked to him yesterday. I I don't think I've ever. I don't know if I've spoken to him. Maybe okay. I have. Maybe a hey, the, how the, you doing? The point being, the point being, we said something about our coworker Travis Miller, and he was like, "Which one? Who's that?" And we're like, "The person who cycles, who goes cycling often." And he goes, "Oh." Yeah, I know who that is. And we're like, how do you not know his name? And Christian said, everybody got that name. So <laughs> so now we're just calling everybody Travis Miller today. Right, Travis? That's right. Travis, how do you feel about sitting next to Travis this morning? It can be a little confusing, you know, <laughs> since there's a couple Travises, but we'll deal with it. Okay. Um, enough of Mucinex and Christian's. I have one more item before we begin the show. Okay. We got a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. Mark Perry, recruiting rankings, Iowa hatred from Willie. But Kyle Dake says, enough saying out of pocket, Willie. You say it too much. He's tired of it. And, um, you know, I think we should we should accept the feedback of the four-time NCAA champion. I'll try, I'll, try, I'll try to not say that phrase, but 
A lot of wrestlers get. Well, actually, I, I don't. I can't do it. Maybe, today. maybe, maybe diversify. Get, find it. We can't. I have to say out of pocket because oh, no. we're gonna we're gonna talk later about wrestlers on Twitter who are out of pocket. Well, may, is there? I I feel like there's probably another word that would work as well. Right? I know. I know. So I, I probably think, I think Kyle being uh, Ivy League educated is just looking for us to uh, diversify divert, our lexicon. Our Lexicon. I think just using the word lexicon is going to go a long way okay. in Kyle's book. So that's a that's a great first step. Um, okay. So thank you, Kyle Dake, for that feedback. It's a gift. It is a gift. That is one of the main... Feedback is a gift. Yeah. Well, core principles here at Flow Sports. Alex Tirapelli out at Penn. Pretty big news. I thought this would be the, uh, the biggest news today. I feel like Mark Perry news is probably the biggest by far, but... Anytime you, you, you see a coach, and, and let's call it what it was, he was fired, okay? Penn may, maybe wants to use a little more delicate language, but the reality was it was a resign or you're fired mm -hmm. type of situation. <coughs> and um, I, I don't know what, what the reasons were. Uh, apparently, you know, he had incentives in his contract and bonus thing, and he, he hit the things that the university outlined as important that he was supposed to hit. And, um, Do you know what they were? No. I mean, it couldn't have been a lot. Maybe get guys to, through to, uh, X amount of guys to NCAAs, et cetera. I'm not sure. I mean, because Penn uh, this year was not, not great, that's for sure, but they weren't really supposed to be. But three years is, is not a long tenure in wrestling, barring you just don't see guys that get let go for just being mediocre, which I think you could say... Alex was probably doing a mediocre job, not great, not um, um, well, it's horrible. But normally it's like scandal, something bad happened, a big blow up. And with Terrapelli, it's just like, ah, yeah, you're gone. I don't know, though, but the, the other side of the coin is, and right, we're not in the room. We don't know everything that goes on. We're not in meetings with the administration. We don't know what the climate is of the team. Maybe maybe they loved Alex. Maybe they didn't like Alex. I mean, maybe he was running a good ship. Maybe We're not in that, right? We don't know these things. Um, but maybe they had certain feelings about what was going on and what the, what the, what the climate was with the team. And by this uh, three years is kind of, kind of a short tenure uh, especially in wrestling if, if this was college football we wouldn't bat an eye people get let go after three years but listen this is what I'm saying you're going to say and a lot of people around the country are going to say short tenure he didn't have much of a chance we're the same the same group says I can't believe how long they let Minkle stay um, the, same, the same group says well they could get somebody better in this school and that school, and man, he's had long enough. Uh, you can't say you can't say universities should hold their coaches to a higher standard. You know how long did we say? Well, th this coach. Well, that's the whole point. The length, the length of time is the point. Three years, and and when he came comes in August, that means he really didn't have a, a recruiting class that first year. True. So he's really had one recruiting cl one class. That's it. That's that's not enough. That is not enough. And the recruits well, they have coming in aren't, aren't bad. So it's like, yeah, I, I completely agree. Uh, you know, Carl Adams, Minkle, et cetera, et cetera. You could go on forever. These guys that are allowed 10, 20 years, 30 years, 
Well, that's the whole point. Well, it was, I mean, at least five? It wasn't just, it's not just, it's just not Carl Adams and Tom Minkle and guys who have been at their institutions for 20 years. It's guys that are in, they're at their school for five, six years and you know what's going on. Yeah. Right? But you know it's not trending in the right direction. That, that was my point of saying we're not, that was my point of saying we're not in those meetings. We don't know how things are going. If if Penn felt like it wasn't going in the right direction, then they did what we've been telling other schools to do, and that's to change course, to get somebody in there that they think – like, okay, in my opinion, Pitt under Jason Peters was not going in the right direction. In my opinion – Kevin Jackson, Iowa State under Kevin Jackson was not going the right direction. And that was clear to me years ago for both in both cases. Mm-hmm. Okay? So to me, those two decisions, and Peters was disciplinary, not, not, not performance-based. Performance but that aside, those two decisions should have been made before – a year or two before they were made. And so if the people in position at Penn that know what's going on, if they feel it's going in the wrong direction, why not make it in year three and then instead of just, well, we'll give them two more years, but we see where this is going. No. no. You hold your program to a standard. You get them on the right, you get them on the right track as soon as possible. Well, I'll say this. I was told... Um, you know, months ago at the beginning of the year that th- this was going to happen, that do not be surprised if they move on from Tirapelli. Um, but so before the year even begins, this is so I, he was I don't know if the word is undermined, backstab. This was in the works. For, if, if that's true, Willie, if, if I told you this decision mm-hmm. was made before the year or before mm-hmm. he even got a chance, that's bullcrap, right? That's not that's not, that's giving, not giving a guy they, a chance. They didn't give him a fair shake. They had their mind made up regardless of what happened. And were they good this year? No. No one's gonna no one's gonna say Penn was good this well, year. Well but here okay. That's a little different story. And, than, and Penn than just, and I'll than say this. just getting your, rid of somebody. Your examples your examples of, of Peters and Iowa State, you should be able to come in and win there pretty quick in <clears> Western PA and at Iowa State. Um, there's chal- there's challenges. With Ivy's, how long did it take Chris Ayers? Okay, Th- these things take time. At Princeton, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they were they were oh in like their first two years they were like oh in forty. Now well, well, Princeton, well. all right, I'll let you let me. Princeton was in a much worse position when Ayers took it over than it was when Tierpelli. So I recognize that. My point being, it's going to take a long time. It took Rob Cole. It wasn't overnight for. Cornell to become a national power. And I don't think an Ivy like Cornell is – I don't even know if an Ivy should aspire to be Cornell because I, I just don't think it's possible. I think Cornell <clears throat> has a very unique situation. So my point is it's not easy. It takes time. And well, th- this was set into motion before the season began. Okay. That's, that's an angle or that's a detail. I'm just saying in general when you're not when – you, when the admin thinks it's not on the right track – I'm in favor of pulling the trigger sooner rather than later. All right, so if the admin the admin lays out um, what what they expect, they lay out these incentives, and you hit these incentives, are guys in trouble? Are guys, you know, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Did, well, that, that that's the, I don't know what the incentives were. I don't know what the baseline things were. Mm-hmm. 
The baseline things couldn't have been too high because they were not good. Okay, but that's what they determined was then important they, to then, them. Okay. Okay. If that's so not, what are we talking about? Are we talking about? We, I'm, I'm talking about administrative administrations being honest. Like this, this is what you want. Okay, I do this. Oh, you're still fired. Well, man, what did you really want? If you wanted four all Americans this year, then okay. Penn would have delivered that. No, were. but no, they wouldn't have. And then it's like, okay, well, he didn't hit what he was supposed to do. They're supposed to have six qualifiers, and they had four. Okay, he didn't. But if you're giving him these stipulations, these things he's supposed to do, and he does them, and you fire him anyways, you, you're getting undermined. You're getting back to that. I, this, this, this smells like alums to no, me. Listen, I get that. <clears throat> if there's alums, if, there's, if the admin was like, you know, they were going to do it anyway, regardless. Exactly. Um, and he was sort of railroaded. I get that. I'm saying in principle. I'm, I'm saying in generally speaking, if you don't think it's on the right track, put him on the right track. And they weren't good this year. And they didn't fire him in the beginning of the season. They fired him at the, at the end after another bad season. Well, another bad season. They had their best season ever last year. Another Come bad on. season. They placed twentieth based on one guy. Listen, you, you want it both. I ways. mean, Rob Eider got fired. Rob Eider got fired. Rob Eider was EIWA runner-ups. He didn't. I don't think he got fired. He stepped down. That's fake news. Rob Eider got fired from Penn. Rob Eider had consistently good recruiting classes. Rob Eider took second at EIWAs. Rob Eider won a lot at EIWA dual meets. You know, so, I, I mean, uh, Rob Eider's tenure at Penn was better than Terrapelli's. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, he had three years. Three years, he had 13 NCAA qualifiers and the All-American and Casey Kent. And that finished in 2016 where they took 20th. That was their best in 10 years since 2006. Better than Eider ever did. <clears throat> With those wrestlers. Mm. He had Rob Eider had Casey Kent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just didn't feel like the team. What, what, whatever. Okay. All right, so you're all in on Terrapelli getting fired. <laughs> I'm not. Maybe you're part of it. Maybe you're the setup. I don't know. This guy. I'm put it back. I mean, Wait. if you look at their class year, this year, too, I mean, you had a couple pretty good guys. Mario Wimper's in. pretty good. So... I don't know. What, yeah, Wimper, Velche, uh, <coughs> Gioni, uh, Planta was in there. Come on, give me a break. What? You out on those guys? Yeah. Call, call yes. out those guys. All four. Yeah. Damn. They're not difference makers. Okay. All right, Mark Perry. Was any of those ranked? I don't even. Come on, Wimper was ranked. Yeah, ranked eighteenth. Program savior. Wow. Willie. And he tra- he committed to four different schools. Yeah, Belshay's ranked. And you had planned a rank before you got hurt. Belshay... Belshay didn't even commit to Penn. He committed to UNC. Crack babies. I don't know what you're doing. Penn recruit, but that's all right. They, they have him listed on their <coughs> recruiting class in, on oh, their official maybe switched. website. Maybe they got all the guys that switched. Because Wimper committed to UNC, too. Yeah. And Brown. All right, enough. Enough. Quiet. Mark Perry. Mark Perry. So, 
maybe well, do you want to start with this, Willie? Because it, it, it all began with a conversation. It all began with a dream. Okay, so, so I at, at the U.S. Open, um, I walk out of the last session, and Mark Perry's kind of like leaning against the wall, and just looking not happy, and I'm like, huh, that's interesting, and uh, I go have dinner and stuff, and I run into somebody, and and I'm like, uh, hey, Mark didn't look happy, and they're like, yeah, he's not, he's not really happy with uh situation in Illinois okay and and they said don't be surprised if you know he's on the move okay you know I put that information in my back pocket I didn't really pursue it but then we start these grumblings Christian now yeah. we start hearing these these things and uh, and what's next well it sounds close it sounds like but, but I think you're you know when you talk about Mark you talk about the Brands Brothers, etc. There's, you know, it, it's the way I see it. It's not a done deal till it's in writing. But I think I think Mark for a while has, has wanted to get out. The the Heffernan Perry relationship has been strained for a while. I'm not sure how long exactly, but it's not a good relationship. I don't think. I, I we everyone knows Mark Perry has aspirations to be a Division One head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when he came to Illinois, he thought he'd be under Heffernan for a little bit. Heffernan would retire, and then it would be Mark's job. And that's an ideal job for Mark, and that's one of the best jobs in America. Mm-hmm. And Heffernan does not appear to be going anywhere for a while. I think if he was, I think if there was indication that Heff would be gone in a year or two, I think Perry would stick it out. But I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Heffernan's going to remain, and I think Perry doesn't feel like that's – yeah, salvageable situation. Right, two things or three things really. I don't. I don't think they get along too well, from what I hear. Um, they it doesn't look like Heffernan's going anywhere, and I don't think that you know you can work with somebody sure. that you don't that you're not in love with if you still get the right things. <coughs> but I don't think that Perry is getting enough of his mitts on shaping of the program is what it sounds like to me um and so perry wants to do things certain ways you know when you're a when you're a winner you want to you want to mold things your way you want to do things your way you're right and so I, i don't think that mark is able to do i think mark feels like his potential at illinois is limited because he doesn't have his his hands on the reins, um, and that got to be a frustrating thing for him. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I think it could be a great move for both parties if it happens. Not Illinois. It's not good for Illinois if Mark Perry leaves. But <laughs> but by both parties, the two parties being Iowa and Mark Perry, um, it could be. I, here's really. why I think that because I think at Iowa, I mean, Mark Perry's a Hawkeye, right? But he was not a stereotypical Hawkeye by any means in his style, um, maybe even in his, in his approach, but in that he was a winner. And I think you, you've got diversity in, in technique. I think you've got uh, a different age. I think he and, and Morningstar are both like <coughs> kind of ace recruiters. Kind of regard. I mean, Mark Perry's a great recruiter. Ryan Morningstar is regarded as, as, a, as an excellent recruiter. Um, was 
instrumental in getting Alex Marinelli. So I, mean, I think I think it helps on the recruiting front. I think it helps their freestyle program. And there's a lot of conversations. Is this going to go? Is Mark Perry Hawkeye Wrestling Club, or is he going to be University of Iowa? That sounds like that is still undetermined at this point. If it's going to be kind of like a combination position where um, he's paid partially Hawkeye Wrestling Club, partially by Iowa, um, but it sounds it sounds like the current Iowa staff isn't going anywhere. The and Brands Brothers, Morningstar, and Burhouse. And it sounds like it's close, right? It sounds like they're in the negotiation stage or, or like or like getting the terms. Um, Sorted out, but man, it could be, it could be fire. I mean, it, it would be great for the Iowa program. You know, how many times do people say um, Iowa? You know what they could use? They have everything in place. They just u- need a little bit more fluidity, a little bit more flexibility, a little bit more um, new age kind of wrestling. And people say like the Ben Askren kind of. Uh, you know that'd be an extreme thing, but David per- Taylor, but, a day, uh, right? A David com- Taylor, right? But Mark Perry bringing in, and I mean, he would be awesome in that regard. Um, he would be awesome in that regard. But the the sideline, the sidebars of of all that are just amazing. Because listen, who's coming Perry, with him? Perry. Well, well, that's that's one thing. Who's coming with him? But Perry and Brands, look, they didn't, they weren't BFFs no. when Perry was there. They they weren't, you know, at the, even at the end when Mark like won a national title, like they were there was tension there, big time. I like I don't even know if they really liked each other. Now obviously, obviously the position that they're in now, obviously that's been that hatch has been buried, right? And it's good for both parties. But um, listen, those dudes are both those. You got three alphas right there: Tom, yeah. Terry, Mark Perry. Uh, Stubborn dudes. There's some. There's some. Guys that pound their hands on the table and say, we're doing it my way. And ultimately, I think they'd be freaking awesome and successful for it. But I would like to be a fly on the wall in some of their decision-making oh in their rooms. It would be incredible. And, you know, I, that was my first thought when, when I heard this. Like, wow, to Iowa. I was like, it, it did not end well um, there between, between Mark and the coaching staff there. But time heals all wounds. You know, and plus, I, I think the opportunity to go back to Iowa and, and Mark, you know, in, in the driven piece, he said, you know, he, he knew that that was the place he needed to go and where wrestling is number one. And um, I think when you consider when you consider um, the other dominoes, it gets even more interesting. What does this mean for mm-hmm. Isaiah Martinez, who is presumably graduating soon? OK, and if you graduate and you're going to go to graduate school, you kind of. You can go where you please. He could go Big Ten. He could go to Iowa. But he could also go, could he go to Fresno State back home? Could he go to, who knows? Who knows where? So I think him, Delgado, Zane Richards, where would they go to train? Could they be at right. Hawkeye Wrestling? And to follow up on that, too, so there's two schools of thought. You know, Maybe maybe Isaiah stays at Illinois and then joins. I mean, these are right. the, the typical off-the-top-of-your-head things. Maybe he stays at Illinois for his senior year and then but then goes to the Hawkeye Wrestling Club. Like Varner did. For, for post-grad, uh, for freestyle training. Or maybe he graduates and goes wherever he wants. Maybe goes to Iowa, Fresno State, Arizona State, other places. Um, and then, like Christian said, who comes with him? You know, like a Zane Richards graduated. Jesse Delgado's always been under Mark Perry's wing. But how about, could Justin Mejia go there? Oh. <laughs> 
Well, that I didn't would even be consider weird, that. Because, right? you know, if you don't know, Mejia initially committed to wrestle at Iowa. Then, and you could say these two are related or unrelated, but Spencer Lee and Gavin Teasdale commit to Iowa, and then Jay Rent and Mejia say, all right, we're not going to Iowa. Jay Rent goes to um, Nebraska. Now, Mejia is going to go to Illinois, but... If that all changes, maybe back well, then, in Iowa, that would be an interesting wrinkle. Well, then Teasdale flipped after that, opening up money that Jay Rent probably would have, or uh, Mejia probably would have got, mm-hmm. or at least a portion of. And so maybe they, maybe Perry's going to Iowa. They have a little extra cash. Hey, I, I know we said we'll give you X amount of percent. Now we'll give you a little bit more because we have money opened up. Man. You know, this is the quickest we've ever jumped to thirty-seven different conclusions <laughs> based on one thing that hasn't happened. We got there quick. Um, <laughs> one thing that have, hasn't consider, happened yet. Yeah, and so when the other wrinkle that's interesting, you know, if Delgado and Richards go, which I don't know that they would or, or wouldn't, but if they do, then you've got a pretty clout, crowded Hawkeye Wrestling Club lightweight room with Gilman Clark, and then if Delgado and Richards come in. Um, could we, could that create a, a tense situation? I don't know. Who would corner who? Oh gosh, not maybe, again. Maybe Terry's cornering Tony Ramos again. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, any further discussion on the Mark Perry? <coughs> any anything from uh, hey, the Peanut Gallery over there? Hey, I heard Peanut Gallery is no good. I shouldn't say that. <sighs> okay. I didn't know that, but then I heard. Nobody it. knows it. Nobody I didn't knows either. it. <coughs> just it's not. It's a peanut gallery. All right. Let's I think you guys hit it. I Travis, think Travis. That's the esteemed colleague's couch. Go to, the, that go to the with Travis couch. No, I think you guys pretty much <clears> hit. <throat> no man, you got anything? I do not have any further comment at this time. It's not about right. it's not about free st- it's not about Ildar, so Nomad has no comment. Yeah. Sorry, we'll get to Hafiz off talking. We'll get to uh, the Uzbek women's program that in about five <laughs> minutes. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming soon. Okay. Anywhere else? I don't know. You want to go recruiting rankings? Yeah. <clears throat> how'd you How'd you mess this up? How'd I mess it up? No, you did good. You did good. I'm just messing with you. you I thought you say I, I hate Iowa again. Yeah, I just love to stir that whenever possible. Okay, I know, so I know you don't. Here's the gist of it. I had Iowa at number two. Um, they bring in two big dogs, Spencer Lee, who arguably is the best recruit in the in the country, um, and then Jacob Warner, who I like as a guy. In 197, like Jacob Ward is a really good recruit. He's also a 197 pounder in barren, in, barren in, times for in that an weight. environment, right? In an environment where 197 is really shallow. Um, except your son, Ben Darmstadt. Ben Darmstadt's there. Um, so, you know, you like, you like a prospect. You like a prospect even more when he's at a weight class that's not great. Um, so How thankful is Jaden Cox that Ben Darmstadt's a year younger and he didn't? That's right. He, oh, he didn't gosh. end his. He would. He would stop him from getting that third title. That'd been rough for Jaden. Um, Dang. So good timing. Compare that with Cornell's class, who I I dubbed at number one. Vito, Yanni, I feel like they're about as good as the other two. Maybe a notch lower. I don't know. Um, you're comparing uh, when you look at the senior big board. You're comparing. Two and seven, which is Spencer Lee and Jacob Warner, respectively, and three and four. Two and three. Oh no, three and four. Three I thought I thought you had Yanni and Vito two and three. Three and four for Yanni and Vito, and then the supplementary pieces, which I think are going to be 
pretty strong with uh, Jake Brindley, Barry Essa. They found a heavyweight. Um, they're, they're bringing in two ranked <coughs> heavyweights, in, a weight class that has traditionally not been strong for Cornell, so maybe they find their answer there. Um, they're going volume, heavyweight approach this time. All things considered, yeah, I just like them just a tad better. So is did it come down to, for you, as, as you evaluate those two classes, you've got a 1-7 for Iowa, uh, a 3-4 and four for, for Cornell. Did you make it about comparing those two or comparing the other parts uh, of their other components of their recruiting class which was more important which decided it did you think that they're they both had two mega studs i think they both had two mega studs who am i to say who am i to say that spencer will have a better career than yanni well that's what your rankings say or vice versa no it's not well you you put them in order based on how you predict uh yeah because you have to right you have to say you have to do a big board, right? You have to you have to rank them in the order that you think. But once once they graduate, you don't know how they're going to do. You don't you don't know that Spencer's placings are going to be higher than Yanni's, or Yanni's going to be vice versa. So I go, I go. They both have two mega studs. So are you saying at this point are the two classes equal? If or you go if you go one. two and seven versus three and four, they're pretty close. Right. They're pretty much there, right? I'm, I'm and then asking. Cornell got I'm asking. And then Cornell got more starter years out of their guys. Okay. So it came down ultimately to the depth of their class. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Um, and when you do these, you know, there's, there's sometimes like inherent contradictions. Well, you have this and then you have that. It's, it's a, it, you have to – it's a tough decision because are you – some classes get points for volume and starting years of service and solid guys. And some classes like Ohio State does it every year. Some classes get points just on elite one or two elite super studs. Right. So for for Cornell, you feel like they're getting to get starter years out of <coughs> Brindley. Um, talk about some of these other guys in their class. Uh, Brindley, uh, Janney, Furman, Barry Asa. How, any, any gems that you foresee in there? Well, I, I think... The first thing you look at is that they're getting a heavyweight, whether it's Furman or or Janney, who had real, some close matches this year. And I mean, you're talking about guys at Beast of the East finals and and Powerade finals and those types of things. I mean, that's the level that they're at. Furman won Super Thirty Two, um, lost in Flow National Finals, so that's the kind of level he's at. And um, Janney was right there along the way as well, uh, just maybe a hair below, but. Um, they're going to get a heavyweight. They're going to have two stars in their lineup for years to come. I think Brindley is a guy who will eventually start. Um, so, yeah. I don't know that Iowa gets any other starters. Um, maybe Max Murin somewhere, sometime. I don't know how. I don't. Why wouldn't he start at 41 at some point? Um, I don't know. I don't know because of other guys they bring in because of other guys that are already on the roster. What if Carter Happ? I don't. I think Carter Happ was going to be a forty nine. Forty nine, yeah. But um, I think they, they have a need at forty one. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they have a need at forty one too. But I'm not blown away by Max Murin. Is what I'm saying. Okay. I mean, you know, he's your number forty four. He's really good. He's really good. But I don't know. You know who else I had at forty four? I just looked back. Hmm. Uh oh. 
Colin Moore. Um, I had Colin Moore at forty four. Well, he's already he's already like a top twelve in that class. Yeah, uh, don't beat yourself up too much about that. I don't think many people saw that coming. I I knew he was gonna be real. I knew he was gonna be good. I I knew I knew the. I was very optimistic about him. I think maybe I kept it low on the big board because it was Did Josh all, Lowe have him higher? It was all yes. Oh. It was all based it was all based on That's Ohio. You, I, I know. Mean, it was all based on um potential that you saw. It wasn't based on result. I couldn't rank him based on results because he only But I feel like that's what recruiting had, class rankings are for. No, recruiting class rankings should be they should be your gut. They should be who's going. That's be what. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who should be the best prospect? Right. That's what I'm saying. I should have. Oh, okay. I should have had him higher. <clears throat> gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So that's number one and two. Penn State, um, number three. I think a pretty clear three. I don't know. Maybe with with Verclearan, who you have at number twenty, um, pretty high. Four or three top twenty guys for Penn State. Any temptation to have them higher or lower? Um. I don't know. They slot in about right, I believe. Um, and I think, ultimately, a lot of times you'll see me hedge on classes. I hedged on I hedged on Michigan a little bit. I knocked them back a peg or two um, because I wasn't sure if all their guys get in the lineup. Um, so I, I, had, I had Michigan probably, like, ranked sixth, but then I bumped them back to, like, eight or nine um, because I don't know if... I don't know if who was it Van Anroy. I don't know where he's going to start. I think he might have to sit a year or two, and they lose they lose a little bit of um, their starting years of service and a little bit of the value from it, right? So, um, in the same way, you could look at Penn State and say, "Well, I wouldn't put him number three. I'd knock him down a peg and put him five or six because how is Nick Lee, Brady Berge, and Verclear and all going to get in the lineup at the same time?" Um, you could say that, but I think they work out well. I think Nick Lee's probably a 41. Um, everybody on the planet thought Brady Berge was going to be a 65, and then they thought he was going to be a 57, and now they're all saying 49. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say if Brady Berge is 49, it's only going to be for a year or two, and then it'll be a 57, and then for clearance. So I don't see any starting real, real starting problems there. Maybe a year that they overlap. Okay. Ohio State checks in number four with Singletary, Romero, Smith, and uh, you, you put in Tashan Campbell and Dayton Racer as well as key transfers, especially the Campbell one mm-hmm. is big. Um, any issues with uh, Romero, Smith? Those guys can have no issues starting four years? I don't know. I don't know. I think that they'll both start for four years. I mean, the back half of the lineup, they really <coughs> shored up. You had a tie? Not, not a, what you call it? You had a tie. Had a tie. What are you just getting around to reading the rankings right now? Yeah, yeah. All right, am I allowed uh, to talk about Ohio State first? Before? Right, go for it. Why don't we have them all tied for first? I'm gonna tie ways, you up with Musinex. Twenty way tie for first uh, in tissues. Hey, they got a good back half of the lineup, but Ohio State did with a 74 and 84 and a heavyweight. Although, do they overlap with Miles? They'll have to sit at least a year, right? Miles. Miles will be a junior. They redshirt, then they'll be a senior when they come out. Yeah. Yeah, someone might have to suffer 65, but Tishan can't. Yeah, someone's sitting. Miles has a redshirt, though. Right? Yeah. I don't know if that. Maybe they flip flop. Flip flop. Um, 
Yeah. GP, you seem to think one of those guys is going to go 65. Not anymore. I, I thought it was possible with um, pre-Campbell. I thought one of them maybe could for a year when they had just a glaring need. Maybe Romero can do it. Um, Smith, I don't think he can. I think he keeps getting bigger. But Romero maybe could do it for a year. Uh, but now that you have Campbell, I figure probably not, right? Yeah. Campbell's big too, though. Campbell is so lean. He got that V. I mean, that dude's put together and lean. Yes. I don't know. I mean, he's bigger than a lot of 65. I feel like Romero's going to decide the fate of this class. Ooh. Yeah, so do I. Like, if he. Absolutely. If he can do the things that people think he's going to do, they're going to get, what, three, four time All American with. He's Colin Moore 2.0. Yeah, exactly. He's Colin Moore 2.0. There's a lot more more hullabaloo around Romero than there was. I'm calling more. Yeah, and so but the, what I'm saying is 2.0. I'm saying Cullimore didn't wrestle a whole heck of a lot outside of the state of Ohio, and neither has Romero because of football. But you see the talent there, right? So it, it, it's a very similar situation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see, see what Romero can do um, and how much he can improve now that he's going to be in a really tough room there at Ohio State. You know, I, Oklahoma State, I had at five um, based on Dayton and uh, G. Feller, and maybe that's a little high. Um, here's the thing. Caden's going to have a tough time starting. If I gave you – um, yeah. So basically – wait. Oh, yeah, Dayton fixed number one. Um, so yeah, n- number one, number 15, where they're recruiting rankings individually. Yeah. Caden, I'll tell you what. Did you see the G. Feller uh, – Pletcher match? Yeah, he got hosed. He got hosed. That was but bad. He, in addition, he got hit with a correct Merkel. <laughs> in, in addition to getting hosed, though, like, don't... It's just him versus Pletcher. It, G. Feller went with Pletcher. Good, right? That's what I'm saying. So G. Feller, he looked better than I've ever seen him. Yeah, I think I think G could do well. But, yeah, like you said, I mean, Oklahoma State. Right, you got you got Heil there. Okay, so that's, a, that's 138. Well, I, G wrestled 138. I think G's a 49. I think he is, too, and I think that's better. I think it's better for them. I think it's better for Oklahoma State, and I think it's better for G Feller that he's... I think he could go 57 at some point, too. That wouldn't surprise me if he, if he yeah, ever went up weight on him. I mean, the kid, the kid made 38 last week. So. Yeah. I think he slots in there nicely at 49 after Martinez, Wallen, Moran, whatever combo That's what probably out. happens, right? Colic yeah. is gone. Martinez has one year. Two. two. He, he has two. He has two, and then, but you got to figure, Luwalen or Moran is gonna. I mean, you don't want to sit behind Heil forever, I guess. Well, no, well Heil has one year left. No, what's gonna? Yeah, but what's gonna happen is that doesn't matter. Forty-one doesn't matter because what's gonna happen is Heil graduates. It's gonna. Cade's going up. It's gonna go. Yeah, Cade's going up. There are gonna be so many good dudes on the bench there. It's gonna be nuts. Good problem to have. Yeah. Oklahoma checked I, in at number six. To your point, having them number five, I would take, <clears throat> I'll say this. I mean, in NCAAs, if you could have Dayton Fix or Jake Woodley, Literal, Mantonona, and Demas, I'll take Dayton Fix. Probably. That's right. So that's why you do it. That's right. And then anything you get from G is, is icing, really. I mean, I, I don't, I really like Literal a lot. Mantonona is the ultimate boom bust. Oklahoma's class is really boom bust. 
I mean, well, not boom bust. Woodley's really solid. I think Woodley will have a fine career. Same with Literal. I think Literal translates really well in that he rides the tar out of you, and and I think he's going to give Oklahoma a lot of miles. Uh, But Mantonona and Demas, you don't know what you're going to get with that. Dom Demas can beat anybody in the country on a given day, and he can also lose to anybody. Um, But they did have quality. uh, The kid from Georgia, Waddell's tough, and so is Jake Boyd. They, They... that's a good number six class. Yeah. You want to talk about the tie, huh? I mean, come on. Just get off the fence. It's, it's the 10. Which one do you think is better? We we talked about this one. You consulted me, and <clears throat> you're just like, well, instead of deciding, I'll just say tie. Because I don't want Tony Ramos to stare at me. I'll tell you exactly what happened. Here's a little uh, inside info on how this tie came to be. Mm. So... <laughs> So for so when I when I do the top twenty, for the top ten I write more in depth. I write in Charlottesville while they're here, needs for next year, flashback stat. So I did it for Virginia, I did it for North Carolina, and I'm like and I flip flopped who should be ten or eleven and if you're eleven you don't get all that extra stuff. And I'm like, I just I'm just gonna make it a tie because I already wrote it. Because clearly if you <laughs> made them number eleven, you couldn't type those words. Well, what am I going to do? Erase it all? I already did the work. They're they're about equal. Erase it all. You just delete the zero and the word tie. You just put a one, and then you just put all that stuff. You know, this is your article. You can put in what you want. I didn't want to delete it. Let's vote what? now and break the tie. Willie, one year you We're ranked break like the tie. sixty teams. Yeah, I know. That's true. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Gold star. star <laughs> like, blue ribbons. I, I don't think the people would have been all, all that terribly <laughs> upset if you just made one 11 but had more words than for number 12. Yeah. They're equal anyway. I couldn't decide. I was like literally looking at this for a half hour, and I'm like, I don't know who's better. Uh, I'm just going to make it both. All right, we're going to vote. I'm going to edit it. And we're going to have a 10 and 11. Okay. All right. And then, if you guys are going to go this deep, you bums, what I want you to do then, too, is mark it down, remember the day, and in six years, five years, who had the better class? We're totally going to remember this. Well, don't be tough guys now and say, oh, we know know who. I'll remember it. Kyle will remember. I'll remember it, and I'll be right. Christian won't. Christian can't remember Travis Miller's name. That's because he's high on music. Where is this article? You hit it. Yeah, we're voting. Okay, I'll we, start things off. It's on yeah, the main page right of FlowWrestling.org. I vote, I vote North Carolina 10, Virginia 11. Yeah, I agree. The North, the North Carolina class will have more impact for North Carolina than the Virginia class will have for UVA. Oh, no, it wasn't Kate Belshay. It was Chase and Blair that signed. Yeah, there you I go. I said Kate Belshay earlier. Um, you called us crack babies. Yeah, you called them crack yeah. babies. Apologize. 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 No, you're still, so this is, you're still you're suspect. Wait, this is under rankings, or is this a results page? Oh, oh for God. the love of it. It's an article. For the no, love it's of, not an article. It's on the homepage of the website. You can't edit it from... The, all right, we're going... See, that's not where you edit it. Why do you want to edit it? Because we're going to make a, a number 11. No, we're not editing it right now. Yeah. We're, <clears throat> you're voting. Can you just vote? UVA. Okay, you say UVA. Uh, that's Travis? That's because he's... <laughs> Such a homer. It's no, North Carolina. Right, let's, let's go. North Carolina is the correct answer. North Carolina. Based oh, you, on what? You're uh, outvoted. Um, based on Jamie based on Hernandez? the fact that they're going to get more. No, gosh, come on. Based on the fact that they're going to get more serviceable years out of this out of this class than Virginia will get out of theirs. Yeah, we already said it. This class will do more for North Carolina than UVA's will do for UVA. Okay. So let's just go line by line. Cam Coy, you see him struggling to start. Let's go line by line. 
Cam Core. Do I think- don't see him struggling to start. I don't see him uh, producing too many All American finishes. You would take Austin blaze. O'Connor over him. Yes. Yes. Brian Courtney. You don't see him starting. Didn't say that. Brian Courtney gives up his legs a lot, which concerns me. Oh, does it now? Um, <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> oh, does it now? <laughs> All right, so, so... So who do you got? You got Courtney or Sherman? I'll yeah. take Courtney in that one. Courtney. All day. Okay. Yeah. And then do you get more production out of a Quinn Miller-Brian Kennerly combo? Which, by the way, guys... Is only going to be one starter. Neither one of these are making ninety-seven. So why does it say one ninety-seven two eighty-five? I don't know. There's a there's a shot. There's a chance, but it's not going to happen. So do you get more production out of whoever starts at heavyweight or Jamie Hernandez? Probably whoever starts at heavyweight. But for what what it does this North Carolina class does for me is Chase and Blair and Clay Lau. Yes. Yeah, they're solid. Exactly. Right? Chase and Blair is really good. They can give you... Slow down. He's fine. He's fine. I think he's an upside. They can give you years of service. The ceiling is the roof. They could be... The ceiling is the roof with Chase and Blair. Okay. I'll give you that. They could be staples in the lineup. And that's exactly the conversation I had with myself. So you're not going to vote? Are you abstaining? I voted. I voted. It's called tie. (laughs) <laughs> no. So then UNC wins. Then UNC wins. It's UNC two to wins. one. Two UNC wins. UNC's number ten. At least you put your name on it. I'm owning it. Yeah, Willie's. Don't not. go back and don't edit it. <laughs> I want this for posterity. No. F- yes. No. We just voted. It doesn't can, matter. Five years from now, we're gonna look Willie, at this, we'll, and I'm gonna say I had these tied. Willie, don't we'll embed. We'll stuff. embed the clip of us voting, mm-hmm. and then it will. Then that can also live on. No, what should live on in my rankings? Don't go editing stuff, you bum. No, I'm gonna edit it. Here, you just want Pat Downey on after the yeah. show. Okay, it kind of fell <clears> off <throat> after that. You know, that's your top ten. Um, that's not your top ten because there's eleven teams. <laughs> <laughs> the main part, see, David Letterman when he does his top ten, he doesn't do eleven. There's don't actually, go editing stuff. Don't go chasing waterfalls. I can do it. I can edit what I want. No, you can't. My site, my rules. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. All right, where to next? How about this? Three Ivy League schools in the top 20. Wow. Kind of East Coast elite bias from Willie Saylor. Dang. Who would you have? Brainiac? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Good job. It's fine. Good job, Eldar. Shout out to the Fighting Greenleys. Hey, are we going hot or not? Uh, are we going... Um, fighting Greenleys. Honorable but, mention. Uh, Purdue had a good class. Brown did a good job. All right. Let's go. Louis Dupre. What do you think about me having Louis Dupre? I love Louis Dupre. He's gonna be a killer. He's not. He's not Dupre though. He's the predator. He's the predator. <clears throat> not the predator. That was my line. That's Binghamton at fifteen. Louis you Dupre. Have say, you have to say as first joke as first made by Christian Piles. As first reported. As first made by Christian Piles. Okay. Let's do hot or not. Hot or not. Yeah. Willie. Willie wants to talk Purdue and Brown recruiting right now. All right. This Go, one's Kyle. been hot in the streets. Uh, David Taylor. Talk, spe- uh, speaking of putting your name on stuff. David Taylor says that Penn State will break every NCAA scoring record next year. False. Hot or not, will the Nittany Lions do that? It's not true because they won't break Minkle's record of negative points. (laughs) So, wrong again, David. (laughs) Nice try. Um, um, I certainly, there's certainly the potential there. This is not the typical um, messaging that comes out of Happy Valley and Penn State. Um, Not big, not big predictions, people. But 
there's something to be said for for the team that's coming back, and and there's reason to be a little, little cocky. So I, it's possible they could break Iowa's scoring record. Nothing. Not, I don't think it's right. gonna happen. Why? I don't think it's gonna happen. Why? Uh, because so many things have to go right, and it could happen, but I don't think I wouldn't bet on it. When this year? Do you think this year? He said next year. Next Cleveland. Year. I'm more curious in margin of victory. Like, not obviously I want, like, I'm curious to see if the scoring record gets broken, but I want to know what their margin is. Because Ohio State's making moves to try and push themselves up, and they're the pretty clear number two at this point. Well, you know, you could say that what if NATO drops and it blocks Soriano? You know how many points they got last year for Soriano? This so Don't it doesn't matter if he, if even, even if he takes second to Tomasello, it's still like 20 points more than they got last year. So. Um, but but still, then everything else has to go right. You know, Mark Hall has to beat Bo Nickel, uh, Bo Jordan again, and and Vincenzo Josa has to beat Imar and apparently Richie Lewis again. Wait, I, but Richie's fifty seven. I thought. I think he's sixty five. Is he fifty seven? I'm pretty sure he's fifty seven. He was, P- pretty yeah. sure he's coming for the strap. By the way. Oh, he's gonna go through Nolf then. That's what he said. Mm. Yeah, he he called out Nolf by name. <clears throat> pretty sure. Hmm. Good luck with that, Richie. Is Rutgers on Penn State's schedule next year? We probably don't have that yet, do we? I don't know. Um, But to the point. It could be crazy up So, back to the point. Do you think it'll happen? Mm. No. How much of a boost does Neville's get? Medbury graduates. Anybody else graduate? Coons comes back. Wald's gone, but Coon comes back. Um, so he, he, he could go to third. He doesn't get much. Casper's of a, back. They're basically equals. He, he plus he's in his head. No, he's Casper's not. In, he didn't say he's in Neville's head. He's in Snyder's head. Okay. Um, what, what can they do any better at ninety-seven? So, so yeah, in, in five weights they can't do any better. McCutcheon didn't well, play. They could do marginally better. Zane could like pin everyone this time. <laughs> And it's not happening. It might happen. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, it's possible. It's going to be a really, really good team. I mean, 33 is a well, how much? How much were they down this year? How much were they off the pace by? Was it 150? What did they get? One, 148? What was it? Okay. So you give them 20 points for Suriano. You give them 20 points for Suriano. That's a big bump. Where else can they get bumps from? Uh, McCutcheon, McCutcheon could have been a top five or six guy. Nick Lee, thirty-three or Jared Cortez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Thirty-three, forty-one. They come close. Everything Penn has State to happen. They scored one hundred and forty-six and a half points this year. One hundred forty-six and a half. That's like thirty points off. They can one seventy-seven, right? They can do it. <laughs> you add in Suriano. Here's here's the Cortez. thing. Cortez, Mark Hall's going to be better next year. Vincenzo Joseph probably will be better next year. I, yes, they will be better, but you can't score more points. You can't, you can't do better than they did, essentially. Yeah. I mean, what are you, you're talking about one or two points. You're talking about two points better based on bonuses. Right. Yeah. But then you throw in 25-33 where they scored zero points. Suriano scores 20 points. And 41. Cortez scores, you know. 10, you, get, you get three more You're points there. from Neville's. You get yeah, they probably are gonna do it. Four more points from put your yeah. name on it. Look in this camera and say it. <laughs> say it. Five, four, three, 
They'll Dude, do it. One. Penn State's going to break the scoring record. Every record? Every scoring record? Six well, champs? I, I only know that 11 All-Americans? I only know that there's one record. What's the record? Well, I'm talking about team. David team. said every record. David so. said six champs. He said No, they won't scoring. have six champs. <clears throat> I mean, that's possible. Of course it's possible. Okay. Anything is possible. What if they had 10 champs? They can't have 11 champs. <laughs> they can. They can be team champs. Team champions. Ooh. Ooh. What if they won all 10 and didn't win the team title? Here's the <laughs> that would be impressive. <laughs> <laughs> that is possible. No, it's not. Yes, Stop it is. It. It, it is possible. It is not it possible. It is literally possible. It happens all the time where David, the David Taylor outscored Kyle Dake. David Taylor outscored Kyle Dake yeah. at NCAAs. Do you think that's going to happen at every weight? Willie, all I said was it's po- it's like mathematically possible. No one's going to win 10 weights, moron. It's a joke. <laughs> Gosh. It's a joke. I Art, you're so stupid. All right, moving you, on. Are you going to get, a, gonna get punched? Punch me. Punch, punch my face. Stupid. All right, guys, moving on. So, you get punched. <laughs> Hawkeye Report, uh, <laughs> yes. they're talking about uh, a fundraiser. And, uh, Is it a fundraiser? Yes, that too. Oh. Um, but the highest donor gets to have dinner with Coach Brands. Which? So it's which? up to like $6,000 right now, oh by the way. Oh, my gosh. How much money would you guys pay to have dinner with Coach Brands? Oh. <laughs> you get to ask him. I'm, I don't apparently, know. you get to ask him like anything. You can talk to him about anything. Remember when you, remember when you won the Olympics? <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Um, who's better, you or I don't your have brother? much money. Um, I wouldn't want to pay to do that personally. I would. You like, would if you were a fan. Yeah, if I was a fan, fan which I am a fan. You're a fanboy. Fanboy. Um, I don't know. I, I wouldn't get into the six figures. If, I, if they said, "Hey, you pay twenty dollars, you could get to hang out with Tom Brands, eat, eat a steak Kyle, dinner," I would do it. You can't ask Christian this question. He, the man lives on vouchers. That's Without true. Your, he's so cheap. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe um, if it was like a GoFundMe situation and other people... I'd want to do other things rather than eat. I'd want to go like... Uh, yes. Can I... Can, well, let's go play miniature golf. Yeah, what would you want to yeah, do? With, okay, what would you want to do with Coach Brandon? Monopoly. Um, Monopoly. I could play Monopoly with him. They love rock, paper, scissors. I want to compete with him in things not in wrestling. Okay. That's what I want. I want to go to like... A, Christian looks for leverage. I want to go to like a Chuck E. Cheese or something. Play him in like Street Fighter games. They probably have that He's there. Big Christian's big in the gaming. Big Chuck E. Cheese guy. Um, where a kid can be a kid, where brands can be a brands. Um, yeah, so I would not. I would. I'd be out on food. Just, just. I don't want to just do dinner. I want to do. It's dinner. an awkward six thing. grand. Six grand. It was like you'd be awkward. Six grand. Can you show like, me a single leg series? This is this is Tom, <laughs> this is Tom Brands. Six grand. Can me. you can you work on my explosion from bottom? Can you show me how. I mean, six grand. Will you take? Will we give Caleb a It's over six grand now, right? <clears throat> uh, last I saw, it was six grand. Can I bring my wife? Can we do a double date? Is Katie is Katie allowed? I think that would be twelve thousand. Yeah, <laughs> dang on it. I'll pay for her meal, but I just want her to be able to come. You ain't paying six thousand for nothing. No, no, I'm not. I don't have six thousand dollars for Darren Tom Brady. This is a, that was one of the best hotter knots ever, though. Okay, good what would you good. pay? I would. You I'd, pay like, I'd pay like no. Fun. Better question, Tom Brands. You you won, Willie. You get to eat wherever you want with Tom Brands. I Olympic get to eat champion. wherever. I Where want. are we going? Um, Chipotle. <laughs> I'd get I'd get a good uh, good steak. 
you want to eat red meat with Tom Brands. Yeah. Right? You're not you're not going to get pasta. Could we could we arrange for oh, I don't know if Metcalf would do this. Would you do what would you do? Chinese we, buffet? I want Metcalf to kill a deer and we yes. we eat it. But that may not happen now. That he's a cyclone. Well, I'm sure someone could kill the There's deer. There's other hawkeyes that hunt. Yeah, they all do. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes on campus. Sometimes oh, illegally. Come on. Um, Willie. <laughs> what they do? Why are you reopening wounds? It's hilarious. <laughs> All right, last one. Uh, Kel- Sanderson's contract expires next month. Mm-hmm. He hasn't uh, resigned. Hmm. Hmm. Guys, hmm. should uh, Penn State should fans? Line fans be woke? Here's the here's the panic button. Penn State fans, you need to hit it repeatedly because it, you're it's trouble. <clears throat> no, there's nothing to worry about at all. Um, hmm. I'm sure it's going to be... Uh, He's trying to... Kale's just negotiating for a spot for me on staff. <laughs> wow. That's the, last, that's the last detail before they sign the contract. What would your role be? I mean, what would it be? Well, you, don't have, any, recruiter, you don't have any skills, so complete, that's why motiv- I'm, I'm just motivation, looking for... Motivational speaking. Okay. Yeah, that's unlikely. No, it's pretty funny. Um, but he'll, it'll happen, right? Are you, what do you guys think? Is, it, is there a possibility? I mean, the articles I read, he said he's just working on a few details, so it sounds to me like maybe some with facilities. What do you think those details are? I, I think some, like, facilities, maybe staff, uh, paying his staff more or something like that. I think it's very small. Hmm. Okay. Maybe better robes. So, hot or not, hit the panic button, Penn State fans. Uh, man, it's 8.59. We didn't get into quite a few things, Willie. What did we get into? Piles. I guess we got into most of it. I guess we got into most of it. We were talking about, is, is it too much with the Twitter? Is it getting a little out That's of hand? That's a good topic. You're a, you're a part of the problem. Um, I'm not a part of the problem. P- potentially. Why but am I a part the of The kids it? look to you, Willie. They take their cues from, from you. You want to talk about it now or are you talking about later? Um, it's 8.59, so probably not now. All right, let's talk about it later. It's a great topic. Great topic. We'll get to that. Um, we can wrap it. Wrap it. Tag it and bag it. We're not going to be back next week. <coughs> Remember? Yeah. So At all? We, we do went Monday? over this last week. Yeah, we're not going to be here next Can't week. do Monday? We're taking a one-week a one hiatus. We can on Monday because oh, Willie's yeah. leaving Monday. That's right. We're taking a one-week hiatus. We'll be back here uh, after Beat the Streets. After, week after the streets have been beaten. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to 201 episodes of Full Wrestling Radio Live. We are so thankful. We will be brought to you by Heavenly Soft Tissues here. Thanks to you for your support of my nasal nasal issues. We'll be back in a week. Until then, make sure you're tuning in for Beat the Streets. Last Chance Qualifier. We didn't even talk about that. Holy cow, Thomas Gilman, Lucy Imar. Who else could we see? Zane Richards versus Gilman. Tasty little matchup. We will see you next time. Thanks so much.